This is David Colosi, and today I'm talking to Hidemi Takagi about her photography and video work on Clock Tower Radio, clocktower.org. Those of you listening should go to hidemitakagi.com. Hello. Hi. How are you? <laughs> good. David. How are you? I'm good. Thank right. you. So the first time I met you, you were working on the Blender Project. Right, yeah. So let's start there, where you were buying candy from all around the city. How did you sort of get started on that? Okay, so it took like almost like a six years to actually finish this project. When I first moved to New York, I was living in Manhattan for two years. And uh, I couldn't walk everywhere. So I started to be more interested in, you know, going to outside of Manhattan. And this was when? And like uh, <clears throat> When I came to New York, it was in 1997. So it's been like almost 20 years. Mm-hmm. So basically, like, I started taking a, you know, subway and went the all the way to the last stop and then even I took buses mm-hmm. and tried to see how far I could go. So that was the beginning. I started to visit the different neighborhood in New York. Back then it was a like a big renovation of Coney Island. So you know I was attracted, you know, like a color or like a nostalgic feeling of mm-hmm. Coney Island. And I started to go in there and one day I walk over the beach and then I reach Brighton Beach. Yeah, yeah. And I started to walk around there. I realized it was like a Russian speaking neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So I started going to the grocery store and I saw so many interesting, you know, food packaging yeah. from Russia or Ukraine. Yeah. And the other country. And so I started to collect yeah uh those interesting food products because the packaging attracted you or were you like i want to try this thing well like <laughs> I, I didn't think you know i would like to eat it yeah. but of course i wanted to <laughs> taste it at the beginning but yeah. so basically i was really attracted to the design of packaging mm-hmm. some design looks very dated yeah and you know i came from japan you know japan's like everything's high tech so mm-hmm. everything is a new design. So for me, it's something more like old school, like nostalgic. It's yeah. more attractive to me. So those packaging, like I love it. It's a color and the design, everything. So yeah, yeah just keep buying. Yeah. yeah. And it's like a nostalgia that shows through the design of the product. Right. Where you didn't really have a frame of reference for Russian culture and that, but just like... Yeah, sort just the packaging. Yeah. So. And then after, say, Coney Island, Brighton Beach, you started going to other places? Yes. Yeah. So I started to research all different kind of food products from all over the world. And I'm living in New York. And, you know, New York City is built by immigrants. Yeah. So it was very easy to get those food packaging. And then I learned the other area, heavy, you know, an immigrants area in New York. Mm-hmm. So basically I started to go in different neighborhood after that. Mm-hmm. And then eventually you, you ended up making a cart called the blender mm-hmm. and you showed it in a few places. You showed it in art venues that were indoors, but then you showed it at the Dumbo arts festival outdoors yeah. and on the street mm-hmm. and then the times square art Alliance. Right. 
So with that, it was kind of interactive with the public. I mean, you didn't sell them candy. How did you interact with the Oh, well, the like uh, it was a free candy. So, yeah. you know, people <laughs> like free stuff. It's yeah. People like free food. So yeah, yeah. it was kind of... Um, but because some people thought it was a real, you know, like ice cream cart or a yeah. candy cart. And, you know, it was a good way to get attention from people. So, of course, those setting, you know, it was like, okay, like it was a Dumbo Art Festival. So people knew it was, mm-hmm. you know, part of, you know, art project or performance. Yeah, like it was kind of like easy to really get our audience and... They always ask me, what are you doing? And then, yeah. of course, they miss out of me. Who are you? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, what, what are Who's you doing? this candy lady? So, yeah, it's a candy lady. <laughs> so, you know, I started to provide. Once I provide a icy from, you know. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. You had frozen Italian, products? <laughs> Italian ice from uh, oh. Queens. But at the other time, uh, it's mainly candy. So, mm. I made a package. I also include uh, text mm-hmm. inside of the package about the neighborhood. So people pick it up and they're eating candy and then start reading the information. Right. And yeah, I was hoping, you know, at least some people take a trip to go to neighborhood to learn something new or something, you know, a little different yeah. from what they do. Uh, so that, that was my purpose. And... Uh, yeah, some places are successful. Like Dumbo was successful because yeah. it's it's mainly like we have a lot of you know New Yorkers there. Mm-hmm. But like for example, like Times Square was really tough because you know bunch of yeah, tourists. Yeah, it's mostly a lot of tourists. Yeah, yeah so it was really hard <clears throat> to explain and uh, get uh, interesting or uh, positive feedback yeah. from them. Like, for example, like, I ask one person, oh, what's your background, you know, ethnic background? Mm-hmm. What's your roots? And she was like, I'm American. Right. And, <laughs> like, okay. you know, I knew it, but, you know, I didn't say I being like, I was still smiling. So, yeah. so, you know, I'm asking you, like, you know, where your ancestors yeah, go a little came deeper. from, like, maybe Europe or something. She yeah. said, so that case, you know, it's yeah. not really working. And, you know, because if I ask the same question to people in New York, everybody is pretty much happy about, you know, answering and talking about their roots. Because, oh, actually, my parents came from Italy. You know, it's a a lot of story. They're happy to share. But I guess that's a very special place. I mean, it's only probably New York and the other bigger city. Yeah, yeah. But it's funny when people are just like, well... I'm American. That's yeah, all that I am. Yeah, that was interesting because like, well, I never it's heard more of complex. it. Yeah. You know, I kind of Because I would be things. happy to talk about it. But yeah. but yeah, not everybody, especially, you know, because it, like this is totally normal to see immigrants yeah. in New York City, yeah. but not the other places. So yeah, yeah I understand that. But yeah, it was yeah. an interesting experience anyway. Yeah, yeah. And it seems like a lot of your work is about going to different neighborhoods and finding the communities in those neighborhoods and documenting them, more than documenting them, kind of getting involved with that community. I mean, with this, it was you were getting candy and other food things from all different countries and packaging Mm -hmm. and putting it on a blender to use the the title, you know, and then allowing people to come to you and kind of see this thing. But in some of your other projects, you 
go to the neighborhoods and kind of get involved. And I think it has to do with, I mean, in this city, you know, as well as I do, we move constantly because you can never afford to stay in one place for a while. So you said you were living in Manhattan for a little bit. Then you were in Clinton Hill. Well, like, actually, so I was in Manhattan. It's around the Hell's Kitchen for two uh-huh. years, and I moved to uh, downtown Brooklyn Yeah. Uh, by the Manhattan Bridge, and I moved to Clinton Hill, uh-huh. stayed there seven years, and then moved to Washington Heights yeah. for a couple of years Yeah. and came back to Best Eye yeah. four years ago. Yeah. So let's linger in Washington Heights for a bit. Okay. Because that's where um, you did uh, Poco a República Dominicana it's hard in to Washington say, right? Heights. It's just that I just translated yeah. Yeah, <laughs> in right. Spanish. It's that's... a Dominican Re- little Dominican Republic in Washington Heights. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so, I mean, yeah, even the fact that you translated it, I mean, it shows that you're going into the community for what it is, for what's already there. You're not saying, hey, I'm here, I'm whatever, I'm Japanese, and here's what Japanese people do. It's like you're going in and saying, wow, what is this cool place that I just came into from somewhere else, and what's happening here? So with that project, you documented the neighborhood. Tell me about that project a All bit. All right, so... I wasn't really happy to, you know, live in Washington Heights yeah. because I was in Brooklyn so long. But, you know, as I like very colorful stuff and yeah. uh, they are so colorful. I mean, yeah. it's very colorful culture, colorful yeah. people. You know, Washington Heights is actually really diverse. Yeah. It's not only Dominican residents. Uh, actually, there are a huge uh, population of Jewish mm-hmm. And, you know, Russian also, Mm -hmm. and Eastern European countries. Mm -hmm. But the Dominican populations are, you know, kind of more stand out than the other people Mm -hmm. because they are louder and uh, they have more people and because they speak in Spanish Mm -hmm. and are listening to the music and uh, they have a heights fashion yeah. also you know uh-huh. it's like i can tell you know it's a heights <laughs> yeah. fashion huh. so uh you know i i, I like them you know it's it, they're very sweet and nice people mm-hmm. happy and i like to see they are playing board game on the street mm-hmm. and it's the same reason always i like people like that yeah but yeah they stand out and they especially i like the culture of they push their handmade uh, push cart uh-huh. and then they sell shaved ice yeah, or yeah. rice and beans sometime and juice or something. And it caught my eye. They yeah. look like it's very simply like so cute. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm Japanese and I like everything's cute. <laughs> so, you know, I thought, oh, this is cute. They, yeah. they made it also, you know, yeah. it was very, very amazing. And it goes with, you know, music uh-huh. and people. <clears throat> and also a lot of, you know, stores, uh, they have a sign in Spanish also. Mm-hmm. And they have barbershops, yeah. beauty salons, yeah. and uh, of course, nail, nail salon also. I, I just like it. I feel like I was like, I was visiting my imaginary, you know, Dominican Republic yeah. because there's a... Uh, political poster. Yeah, yeah. There's also, you know, music poster posters, yeah. of, of, you know, Spanish music. Yeah. So I feel like 
I was in a different place. Mm-hmm. And the, the attraction to the posters, the music posters and the posters of politicians, sounds like it was also a graphic thing that kind of pulled you into that because it seems like watching the video, and I should say here, as we're talking, um, those of you listening should go to hidemitakagi.com. So there's that graphic connection to the color and a particular style of graphic design too. And then just the color on the on the street and the, the carts and the liveliness. And at that time, did you tell people you were videotaping them or were you just there with a camera and they would some people were dancing <laughs> for you? So, you know, that is a really good question because um, to be honest, like, unfortunately, I didn't really communicate that much mm-hmm. with people because they don't care because, you know, <clears throat> I don't go to the store and then try to shoot in inside of the shop or anything. Right. Shooting outside or whatever, like, they don't care. And then sometimes they ask, you know, oh, what are you doing? Because I had a tripod and then mm-hmm. video. So... It was very easy. It was mm-hmm. not like anything like people stop me in and, and yeah. you know like sign this waiver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they 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 enjoy. Yeah. So it was just uh, by chance. Of course, some people stopped me and they started to talk more than that. Uh-huh. So I started asking them why they are in this neighborhood, how long, and you know all all sort of questions. Uh-huh. And some people enjoy to start a talk, so I decided, okay, why not shooting those, you know, video? I mean, to like a mini interview things. Mm-hmm. So I interview three people, mm-hmm. and they talk about their background and also about neighborhood and a change also. And I made change a, of the neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so I actually made a video piece. Like a short video, mm-hmm. not only the one oh, on okay. the on the on website, Vimeo and I didn't website. put it on uh-huh. somehow because I thought it was totally different style from yeah. my previous work <clears throat> because it was nothing about color, nothing about because I never took a took a picture of people mm-hmm. before uh, next project. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. It was funny because you know. I, being a photographer, and I've been taking pictures of people for my job, but I mm-hmm. never done portrait or anything as my, you know, art project. Mm-hmm. So then I feel like, wow, I like actually this mini interview things. Mm-hmm. I like, I interact with people and I, it makes me smile after I made a video and I watch it. Actually, I really love it. It was actually the best piece from yeah. this project. Interesting. But yeah, yeah I, unfortunately, it didn't go online. One place asked me if I could do online exhibition. Mm-hmm. So all the work, photograph and the video were on their exhibition site. Mm-hmm. But we discussed <clears throat> and then we are not going to use this mini interview things. Oh, okay. So yeah, I said, yeah, I agreed. I totally agree with her. Yeah. So I said, that's cool. Mm-hmm. So but that made me feel like, oh, okay, this is fun. So yeah. I should work with people. Yeah, yeah. So that was a beginning to to start, you know, okay, I know what I want to do for yeah. the next. So yeah, and it seems like the perfect transition. Yeah, yeah, into yeah, yeah. Exactly. What you did next, which kind of comes across in a few projects in the barber shops, and right. hello, it's me at the senior home, and in the Yachio project. So 
back with the neighborhood. So you move from Washington Heights and then into Bedside Crown Heights sort of yeah, border. Yeah, the border, right? Yeah. And then that's where you did the barbershop project. Okay. Where you had kind of just said with the Dominican community, you didn't really start out kind of talking to people. But in this one, yeah. you, you notice these barbershops and you're like, I want to go in there. <laughs> but yeah. it's this very male sort of world. And you're like, okay, how can I get in there? <laughs> so what was... What was the attraction to that? And okay, so as growing up and then you know watching the like a Spike Lee movie or mm-hmm. you know those like uh, you know movie uh, black movie mm-hmm. I, I don't know how to say <laughs> yeah. yeah so you know I always I don't know somehow I really liked that and I thought I always thought like a barbershop like a black barbershop culture was so cool. Mm-hmm. And I think it really represents, you know, one of very iconic black cultures in mm-hmm. black neighborhood. And I'm Japanese, I'm from Japan, but my husband is Haitian mm-hmm. and he's black and he grew up in Brooklyn. So this culture become uh, like a really big part of my life. Yeah. I always wanted to walk in. But, you know, my husband never been to barbershop. He yeah, has long hair. A hair. <laughs> so, so I didn't have a chance to go. And I always wanted to go. But one day I feel like, oh, I want to start this project because now I have an excuse because I ha- I'm an artist. Mm-hmm. And I- I'm going to tell them, you know, I'm going to do a project about barbershop. And mm-hmm. I thought it was a good reason or a good excuse to mm-hmm. just walk in. It gets and, you in the door. Yeah, yeah and then talk to them. And if they say, okay, maybe I can see, I can investigate what's going on there. So that's uh, that was my idea. But I got really kind of like scared. It's not scared, but yeah, I got... nervous. Yeah, I got a <laughs> little nervous because, you know... <laughs> When you see them from the street through the glass or something, window, and uh, they look more like tough and masculine. It's mm-hmm. like they, they got a fashion, they, start, they, got, they got style and tattoos and, yeah. uh, you know, sneakers, all the stuff. Like, I feel like, oh, it's a little bit, you know, hard to step in. It's also kind of a man's world. Yeah, it's a men's, <laughs> but, yeah. you know, social club, yeah. and there's now women there. I mean, I see. A, I met a lot of female customers because now, you know, they need a design on their mm-hmm. hair, the shape, and then, you know, I I actually ended up meeting a lot of you know female client there. Mm-hmm. But before that, I never had an idea. I never walked in, so you know, I thought, oh, this is a good excuse. Yeah. So I took, uh, you know, actually first step. And how did the barbers and the customers sort of receive you? Uh, they're like, they're still cool. You know, they're yeah. like, their attitude was really cool. All right. So, yeah, why not? Yeah. It sounds cool. Yeah. I didn't need to worry yeah. about anything yeah, yeah. because they're so nice. Actually, they're friendly and, and they're like, okay, cool. So when you want to come back? And they thought, oh, it's going to be a promotion. So, yeah, let's do that. Mm-hmm. So I spoke to her, you know, a couple of places at the same time. They all said, that's cool. Let's do that. Mm-hmm. So I started to go in there and just hang out a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I visited the same barber shop 
at least like three, four times. Mm-hmm. And、uh, each time I stay at least three hours to half、yeah. a day. It's、yeah. just staying there. And not photographing the whole time, just kind of talking. Yeah, a lot、kind、of, of talk. Yeah. And, <laughs> and、uh, every time the customer came in, even though I wasn't sure I'm, I'm, go- I'm going to take this, this、yeah. person's picture or going to use, but always, you know, I spoke to everybody. I、mm-hmm. greet. I just say, hi, my name is Blah Blah Hidemi, and、mm-hmm. I'm doing a project. And then, do you mind if I could I take a picture of you?、Mm-hmm. Or you're going to be the part of a scene in a barbershop? Is that okay? And、mm-hmm. then they say, yeah, no, no problem. And nobody s a y no. Yeah. So, and they talk what I'm doing, or, you know, it was a really great experience. It was really relaxing.、Mm-hmm. And totally laid back. So, yeah. yeah, I love it. Yeah, I love to stay there and just talking、yeah. and sometimes taking pictures. Yeah. Yeah. That was just very casual. Like, yeah. It's, it's really not like, you know, they, because they're actually just laying or leaning、mm-hmm. on the like, chair and shaving or cutting hair、yeah. and all the stuff. They cannot even look at me most、yeah. of the time. They kind of mouse moving and talking, but、yeah. uh, you know, they're looking at the ceiling or something. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I just took a picture as many as I could. Yeah. And it seems like with your sort of personality, you can, by spending that much time with them, people warm up to you, you warm up to them. And the way you interact with people doesn't、yeah. seem like this is a photo shoot and this is how we do it. It's just like, Let's just talk, and then you know, the camera comes out, they hear a click, and they're like, Wait, did you just? <laughs> you know, it's, it's not like, okay, this is talking and this is photo time. It's sort of all kind of integrated. And... Yeah, it was a, that's what I always do. I、mm. like to make a conversation a lot.、Yeah. Even for my job, you know, I talk to people first to、mm-hmm. get idea about what kind of people they are.、Yeah. So that's really important. And then I don't feel like we are just grab the camera and just try、yeah. to make it, everything is not a big deal.、Yeah. So people don't really feel like, oh, yeah, yeah. Going to take a picture. To so I try to、smile. make it a little, you know, smooth or something.、Mm-hmm. It's more like just talking, just about、yeah. like making conversation. Yeah. It's like your main motivation is not to get the photograph, it's sort of to get to know the people. And then the right, photographs、yeah. kind of come out of it. Yeah. So, I'll just take a minute to say we're on Clock Tower Radio, clocktower.org. I'm talking to Hidemi Takagi about her photography and video work. You can go to hidemitakagi.com as we're chatting. <laughs> Let's start talking about Hello, It's Me, the work、oh, at the senior home,、okay. where you kind of did a similar thing. You went in, you got to know the women there. How was that experience kind of compared to? The barbershops, and then the, that sort of transition you found in the Dominican community in Washington Heights. So, you know, since I always wanted to work with people, so this was a third project I've done since I decided I wanted, I wanted to work with people.、Mm-hmm. But anyway, yes,、yeah, so、I was in an artist residency in 2015 with more art.、Mm-hmm. So, the theme of residency was immigrants. And the、uh, senior. So the organization didn't have any like a connection. So we have to find a place to work with、mm-hmm. uh, by ourselves. So I was looking for a、uh, Japanese American community,、mm-hmm. my culture first. 
but it didn't work out after I was trying to, you know, reach out some Japanese American communities or organization for one month. Because like people are very shy, Japanese people are shy and they don't want to talk about their stories or、mm. they don't want to be photographed. So it was kind of a waste of my time to just try to get Japanese people, but it didn't work out. So I started to search some senior centers, a senior apartment in、mm. my neighborhood. So actually, I went to Crown Heights side and、uh, I found a place to work with.、Mm. And I spoke to their social worker, I think.、Mm-hmm. I wanted to do this project about older adults and minority older adults、mm-hmm. and take a photograph and record their oral history, their story. So she was very interested. And I think it's really hard to make people understand since I didn't have any sample. I mean, I have a previous artwork, but、mm-hmm. I didn't have anything. Related to this project, so I said, I just gonna start coming here.、Mm-hmm. Like the beginning, I, I used to go there twice a week. I went to their、uh, activity classes and just hang out and taking、mm-hmm. photographs. So I could provide some photographs to senior center.、Mm-hmm. So I just started to go in there, just not talking anything about my. Like a main project.、Uh-huh. I want you to guys feel comfortable. So、uh, I'm just gonna be around for a while. Like,、mm-hmm. come to the, your the classes and taking photographs. So you don't need to worry about me. I'm not a dangerous person. So, you know, <laughs> just,、uh, you know, like I'm an artist and a photographer. They're、yeah. like, okay, cool. But they didn't realize like what I was doing.、Yeah. They thought I was there for taking pictures of their classes or something、mm-hmm. and working for, you know, senior center.、Mm-hmm. And You know, people still recognize me as a photographer.、Yeah. When I go to the building, everybody knew who I was. Yeah, they kind of got comfortable yeah, with yeah, you yeah. being there. And- yeah, so also, you know, social workers started to make a print and they, they started putting those, you know, activity pictures on the wall.、Mm. So people started to look and they started to laugh and talk about the picture. So、uh, okay. I started getting a little, you know, more comfortable. And at some point, I had nothing to take a picture anymore because the same people come s and the same、mm-hmm. kind of activities. So they told me, why don't you sit and then talk? So I sat there and then started to talk. And then I started to do i n that instead of just keep taking pictures,、yeah. started to talk. So it took about like three months. Yeah. And then get to know and make them feel more comfortable about me. And that was the beginning. That finally I started to talk about my project to some people、mm-hmm. if they were interested. And then, of course, you know, like they're like, oh no, like I、yeah. don't want to be a photograph、yeah. or something. I don't have any good story to tell you.、Right. But then you know, one day she expressed like she was interested in one of the. Yeah, one the, person. Yeah. And she, she came from St. Lucia、mm-hmm. and she's,、uh, she was 87、yeah. years old at the time. She always thought she wanted to leave her legacy or something.、Uh. So she thought <laughs> it was a great chance. And、mm. she had a lot of kids. She has so many grandchildren.、Yeah. So she thought it was great. So she said she wanted to do. Then, you know, one day I decided, okay, I'm gonna come back this day, so let's take a picture.、Mm-hmm. It was more casual at the beginning. So、yeah. I took her to outside, I dropped some background for her, and I started taking pictures. 
and the other people, her friend came by and they started watch and they started mm-hmm. laugh and yeah. they started say, "Wow, that's interesting. That's that's nice. Oh, that beautiful." And mm-hmm. I showed a picture when I after I took and they're like, "Wow, this is beautiful. You look mm-hmm. great." And they say, "Oh, maybe I can do that right. too." So it took one person first. Yeah. <laughs> break that after three months or so yeah, yeah after three and months and they finally yeah. start thinking that after that they are yeah. like oh why not so then now i gotta like three people mm-hmm. and they're all good friends each other yeah so i told them okay let's do this project together so mm-hmm. everybody gonna prepare their own outfit Mm-hmm. And uh, we're gonna talk about what we're gonna talk for as their oral history right. to display as a part of you know installation. So now we talk more and then mm-hmm. you know talk about what kind of clothes they wear. I went to their apartment and looked through the clothes oh, yeah. in a closet. Looked, yeah. yeah, they brought like a bunch of hats and all the yeah, stuff. Yeah. So it become like a really like a almost like a fashion shoot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it sounds like they got excited about it. Yeah, so we did actually a couple photo shoots with them. Because first time, and they look at a picture, they're like, I don't look good. Yeah. So I say, you look great. He said, no, no, no. Like, mm-hmm. I need to, I need a change. And they sort of bring a, like, a wig sort of or like, a different, yeah. different, all different kind of clothes. And then, so we did a couple times, you know, photo yeah. shoot. And then, you know, they came out pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah, they came out great. And eventually it took the other people to say, wow, you look really great for them to realize they actually do look great. Yeah. And if you don't mind, you told me a tooth story. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> about so, one woman who's a little self-conscious. Yeah, so one lady, she is really cute, but um, like she has a one missing tooth. Mm-hmm. So in front, front tooth. So uh-huh. she she looked cute with a bigger smile, but she didn't want to smile for that reason. Uh-huh. And then it didn't look so comfortable to me. So I was she like, felt uncomfortable, so yeah. so yeah, she didn't feel comfortable. I didn't feel comfortable, like because she tried to smile, but that she cannot smile. Yeah. So I say, why don't you smile? I will uh, restore your tooth. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm she's a like, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like, how? And I said, you'll see. You're gonna yeah. love it. Yeah. She's like, okay. So she gave me a, like a big smile, yeah. and it came out nice. So yeah, I did actually create the tooth for uh-huh. her on a Photoshop. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like only one Photoshop job on this project, yeah. I think. And nobody recognized even her friends or something yeah. until I told them. Said, actually, do you see? this like yeah. any difference they're like no and <laughs> like a tooth and then it's like, oh my god how did you do that yeah. like, you are so great that yeah. looks so natural and then oh wow like she looks so beautiful yeah. and then she was really happy yeah. and then know. with all the three women there i assume their families saw these photographs too and yeah we're sort of just as excited about them because you showed them at the queen's museum you showed them at a few places with wallpaper backgrounds and they're just beautiful photographs. You really kind of capture the joy in these women. Um, yeah, um, I hope so. Um, but, yeah, you know, like, um, so two of them went to see her work at a Queen's Museum. They took a cab, and, uh, you know, they live in Crown Heights. Uh, one of them, she went there with her daughter mm-hmm. and uh, grandchildren, and her ex-husband mm-hmm. and she called me on the way going home after she saw the show she was almost like 
like almost like she wanted to cry because、yeah. she's like it was such a beautiful show exhibition and all my family really enjoy they love it and、mm. uh, they took a picture and they wanted to share it on Facebook or all the friends and emailing those information to all relatives、mm. and my husband my ex-husband loves photography and then you know he said that he it was a really beautiful picture、mm-hmm. and、uh, I capture her You know, personality or something、yeah. very well, or something, all the good stuff she called me and told me. That moment, you know, I feel like,、uh, you know, I really did a good job. I、yeah. mean, I, I couldn't make at least, you know, four, five people very happy. And、yeah. she told me that after a while I visited her again, and she said that, you know, her family never g e t over from it.、Mm-hmm. They're still talking about. Yeah. So, yeah. It was really nice to hear.、Uh, yeah. I mean, finally, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's when art seems to work best. I mean, yeah, it's not about a show at a Queen, at the Queen's Museum or a museum. It's about kind of connecting to, you know, in your case, the subject, the person that you're photographing, and then getting, say, that family and those, say, five people really. It's like you've added to her oral story. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like before you were getting it from her, but you've given her something to add to it that her family can kind of take with them with the photographs. And, and I think that's one of the beautiful things that you do with your photography and your video is you kind of get into the people that you're photographing, documenting, and you find in them their story. Yeah, you know, because it was like one lady. One day we record her story, and then she told me all the entire life story. Yeah. And it was kind of sad. And at the end, she told me, Oh, I shouldn't have told you that. I mean, we shouldn't do、right. this. I wanted to ask more, right? Like,、uh, deeper, like her life or something. But about that, it was a little bit too much. Mm hmm. So I went back to the happier version. She talked、right. about where she w a n t to go or something, what she yeah, does. Yeah. So I edited out, and then she liked the way I did that、uh-huh. only talk about happy, positive yeah, positive yeah. story. Yeah. Because I asked her, I mean, like the last word she s a y on the audio. Tape or whatever. whatever、uh, tape. Audio tape. <laughs> yeah, Audio. Yeah. She said that,、uh, yes,、yeah, she wanted to、uh, she wanted to continue to be happy. That was、uh-huh. at the end of you、right. know, the story. So it was like, it was really like nice. Perfect.、Ending. Yeah, perfect yeah. at the end.、Yeah. So. And I guess I should say that when you show these photographs, you have the photographs, but then you have the headphones underneath it so you can listen to these stories as you're,、yeah. uh, as you're looking at the photos. There's a lot more we could talk about. The Yachio prologue seems to come out of this work with the senior homes,、right. and where you did find an older Japanese woman, I think she's 92. 92, though, yeah. yeah. And did a, a video piece documenting her life. So, yeah, we could talk about the Yachio project. There's also,、um, you did another project where you documented another community of visual artists, which are a lot of fun. Also, On your website, there's Welcome to My Playground and Broken Carnival Video and Another Dream, which are photographs from Coney Island where this Technicolor that I think shows through all of your work 
comes through in that hypersaturation it's sort of radical saturation (laughs) which is beautiful so we could and we will talk about this forever (laughs) you and i please go to see uh, hidemitakagi.com check out her website and look for all of her future projects they will be there and there will be many more great thank you thank you for having me chatting (laughs) all right You've been listening to a conversation uh, between David Colosi and Hidemi Takagi on Clock Tower Radio, clocktower.org. All the guys and chicks can get their kicks at the hop.